Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the MVM Show. Myself, Tom, uh, and Thomas here today. And uh, just got done eating a little breakfast, a little chilaquiles. My stomach is on fire right now. <laughs> so I don't feel bad for you. Neil told me I'm going to get the sting ring later. <laughs> I never heard that term, but yeah. you're going to get the old sting ring. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure because it feels like I have a heater in my stomach right now. A little too much uh, chiles. In my killers. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go the safe route, dude. You need the honey chicken sandwich on Wendy's. Little Wendy's without extra. <clears throat> I guess you did have extra this time. Extra honey butter. It's the only way. Otherwise, you're going to be smacking like a kid eating peanut butter. Ugh. Well, with a little milk? Mm, yeah. Without No, without milk. Yeah. <clears throat> mean milk, mm-hmm. basically. So I told you guys I was going to get Thomas on for part two. Of lessons learned slash benefits of a duck boat, um, we've we've probably off and on mentioned some of the stuff that we have just randomly through not specific. But for those looking into getting a little duck boat, if it's a twelve footer, fifteen footer, bigger, something bigger, seventeen, whatever, this would definitely help. I think lessons learned, things we've experienced. So, Thomas, I I, I said in the last one, Thomas is going to do more, kind of get more off off filling and stuff, but. I kind of had mine. I wrote a few more down for this time, but uh, Thomas is going to kind of lead, lead us off and stuff. He had some good ones he was telling me before we started this, he said. All right, so something I just thought of literally as you're talking right now that probably everyone's going to do when you buy the boat. Um, like you said, whether it's a 12-footer, 14, I mean, you can get them all shapes and sizes, right? Um, V-hole, flat bottom, anything. Probably, no matter what you buy, the first thing you're gonna do is figure out how much you can how much weight or um gear you can carry and what speed you're gonna go you know and how yeah, and, and I think about that um yeah, because just thinking about you know lessons learned uh was it last year yeah, it was last year um we basically went on a trip <clears throat> and uh we had four guys. And and gear, and we were ne- never able to get up to a uh, plane. Yeah. So we were just pushing water the entire mm-hmm. ride, which, so we were only going, I don't know, five miles an hour or something like that. <clears throat> so, and we actually didn't didn't even really think of that. So we ended up having to cut some of our gear back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those four, four guys, a dog, and a bunch of gear. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, take that into account. I mean, I know <clears throat> boats aren't always the cheapest thing, you know, and, and uh, inflation is the way it is right now. So, But, I mean, if you're planning on hunting with four guys and you got a dog and all that, just take that into account. <clears throat> um, you know, we got a 1754 with a 40 horse gator tail on it. And even with that, you know, it's, that's pushing it. So, um, you know, that's, that's one thing to think about that we, we obviously mm-hmm. didn't at first. Yeah. Cause I think we're so used to like <clears throat> bass boats or like, uh, mm-hmm. ski boats mm-hmm. that it doesn't really have that effect. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we got you got bigger motors on it too, right? And they're not service driven, which I think that's why a lot of guys use those outboards mm-hmm. that we see locals usually. Yeah, and see now maybe maybe an outboard wouldn't have that problem, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they're a little faster. Yeah, you know that maybe that's something. Well, you look think at about. Jake's boat with three that little is it fourteen? I think it's fourteen foot little V bottom with a fifteen Johnson and full. He's going like. We, me, Jake, and Nathaniel hit, now that wasn't full gear, but we hit 20. Mm-hmm. So I think they do, with a little 15 horse, mm-hmm. so I think they do grab a little better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, whatever, things to think about. But then again, when he has a V bottom and he's trying to go up, when we're going in like 10 inches of water, he ain't going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Now his is light enough, he could carry it or just get out and push, and he'd probably be fine, but mm-hmm. just things... Yeah, I mean, everything's got its pros and cons, what your area is, you know. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea to try to find out what guys in your area use, but anyways, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like I said, it doesn't matter if you have a, uh, you know, a 20-foot boat or a 12-foot boat. That's You're always going to be messing with those things mm-hmm. at first, figuring out what you can carry and how fast you're going with this mm-hmm. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's little tweaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it takes a little while. Different scenarios. Yeah. That was bad though. And see, <clears throat> I'll, I'll say the lesson learned and the negative about having the four guys, the decoys, the dog, and honestly, a lot of camera gear was, uh, we okay, whatever. If you go ten miles an hour, let's just say if you were going ten miles an hour, well, think how limited you are by time. Me and Thomas can run up going thirty miles, thirty to thirty-five with six dozen decoys we can go 30 and we can run 10 miles and that only takes us whatever the math is on that um like 10 miles i guess that would take uh my brain just went fuzzy because if you're going 60 that's 10 <laughs> that'd only take you 10 minutes to go 10 miles yeah. whereas it's gonna it still would only take us uh 20 that's not that bad or right to go ten miles, it'd probably take a little longer. If now. you're going ten miles actually, an hour, that's about be an right. Hour. Right? No, no. I was talking about if you were going, me and you were like going thirty. Yeah. So it would take twenty minutes. But I mean, if you got four guys in there and you're only going ten, right? That's I was just trying to say, me and you, right. we're only taking twenty minutes. Right. With us, we're taking an hour, yeah. one way. Uh-huh. And it's like I'm not doing that. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not doing that. I know you don't want to do that. Yeah. So it really hindered us big time not only, on that trip. Not only that, but if there are other guys in boats. They're going to zoom right past Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't even an issue dealing with other guys during that trip. It was just like, we're not going to spend an hour running up to this spot. Mm-hmm. We know we can get there in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it really hurt us mm-hmm. because we don't know. Like, we're wondering still, there was a ton of birds up there. We're wondering, like, where they moved. But they, did they push over there? Mm-hmm. And we really missed the boat on that. Yeah. 
No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. So just things to think about. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what else we got? Oh, so another thing I wrote down is um, I had the the um, not notion, but like I had the thought of yeah, you get a boat, you don't have to deal with anybody anymore. Which that is that is true in a sense. Like you definitely can get you know a lot further away and get into areas that are that's only accessible to boats. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> you still can't get too comfortable and thinking, oh, I'll just get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just get there, you know, right before shoot or, you know, yeah. for shoot time. Um, that's not how it works. Obviously, yeah. the duck hunters, we know that. Um, I'm sure it's happened to everyone at least once, you know, getting um, beat to the spot that you were planning on going. And, it's not good and it could happen on any day. It could happen mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Um, you can't get too comfortable in thinking, oh, well, I'm going to be, you know, five miles from, you know, any any other potential hunters because that doesn't mean that not, someone's mm-hmm. not going to be there, mm-hmm. you know. So stay on it. Stay uh Stay hard. <laughs> no, you know. Yeah, stay serious. That's for sure. Yeah, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too lazy. I was uh, so mad at myself on that last one. Yeah. Because there, there's never a reason to not try your best. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, if I, let's just say I'm not. I don't think I would do this, but like, let's say I want to get there by one o'clock in the morning. I'm just like I'm getting that spot, mm-hmm. and somebody beats me there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be mad at myself. I'm gonna be a little bummed. I could figure something out, but I'm not gonna be mad because I gave it my best. Like that was mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy to do, right? Yeah. But when if I'm gonna show up an hour before shoot time, there I just don't have no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. Like I can't I can't <laughs> forgive myself for being that lazy. Like mm-hmm. that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Yeah. I, I wanna at least know I put I tried as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. If someone beats me, then more power to him. That's a good job. You know, they wanted a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have you have time to um pivot, you know. You got time to make another yeah. plan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> Cuz then you you're that late now sun's come, you know. Yeah. It's not there's no call for that. I mean, the people want to do that more power to them, but I can't I, that will bother me for the whole day. I'll be thinking back to that. I'm I mean, that was a while back I'm still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. it irritates me. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, hey. <clears throat> okay, so um, next one I was thinking about is, uh, you know, at least for us, we're going to a lot of new areas a lot. And, you know, places and spots we've never seen, never been. Um, this sounds like common sense, and it is. But, <clears throat> you know, you know, you never know what's under the water <laughs> unless it's, perfectly clear but you know you don't know if there's rocks there's snags if there's mud how shallow it is sandbars yeah you know so um a lot of times you can be scouting and just moving fast you know 20 miles an hour whatever it is and if you're not careful i mean you might you might come into a shallow spot even for like a uh you know flat bottom with a surface drive and uh you could get yourself in trouble. I mean, obviously, you guys all heard about that the story with the mud flat on us. And, uh, I mean, there's no way him or I would have known about that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, so just, I mean, a takeaway is, you know, a lot of times now we're, we're just, if, if there's a spot that we're thinking about hunting, you know, we're obviously just, we're idling and, uh, we're checking depth, you know, in the whole area and, and obviously looking at the water. Um, you know, like I said, it's common sense, but just, just think about that. Don't, you know, don't be in a too much of a hurry to get set up or, you know, whatever. Um, and just, just pay attention to the depth because I mean, you can, at least with our boat, you can, you can still run on something, whether if it's a rock or just mud or sand or whatever. And you can push yourself back easy as long as you're, you know, moving slow. But if you're moving too fast, you know, you could definitely wedge yourself uh, where you're going to have to get out and potentially slip, fall in, whatever. Um, So just, I mean, just be cognizant of that, I guess. Yeah, and I want to add to that too. It's not, I'm not saying it's going to keep you completely safe, but it's a thought is a lot of times when you go on Google Maps or Google Earth and you're looking at something, pre-scouting it on your phone before you go out there, is you can, a lot a lot of times it will help you. I'm not saying it's the safe route, but you can look and you can kind of see on Google Earth where shallow spots are because you can kind of see that discoloration of like a sandier look through, like say a river or a lake. Um, that's definitely, don't use that as your like full means of like, oh, I looked at it. I mean, now me and Thomas don't want to do anything without basically looking at it in the daytime, like running out there in the dark without ever being there. It's not the coolest thing, but you can like, we've looked before and like, Oh yeah, you, that looks sandy. And then you get out there. It actually is kind of what it looks like on Google maps. So that's something you can at least use as something to help you before you go somewhere. But I would definitely say with Thomas, yeah, just <laughs> be careful because <laughs> mm-hmm. we were, I don't know how deep that, it wasn't deep. It was like, an inch of water on that thing, that flat two inches. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then, we were, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> lessons learned. I don't know if you would have, actually, I don't believe you'd have got out of there with the outboard because <laughs> the no. only way we got out is by <clears throat> ripping that surface drive back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I'm sure if anybody's listening from like down south, I'm sure they know all about it, you know, dealing with more mud, but it was just a bear to get that thing started, but it did. Eventually it did. I mean, it took a long, it took a while, but it did. Yeah. They're pretty <clears throat> incredible mm-hmm. what you can put them through. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So I think, I mean, as far as benefits, I think we touched on it already. Is you can carry more gear and food, which is just, that just adds to... I guess the comfort or the, you know, convenience of the hunt, um, that is nice. Obviously, there is limits to that. Like we mentioned already, is too much weight or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
Altacovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. And then I wrote down just... We kind of touch, touched on it already. It's just fast fast access to areas you can't get to by foot. And what I meant by that was, depending on where you hunt, there's areas that it's not bad to, like, walk through the water or walk to get to where you'd hunt. Like, But there's there's also areas that it's so thick that you actually couldn't get there if you were walking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Like, whether it's just sloughs or um too brushy mm-hmm. whatever it is there it, there is those areas that the only way to get there is <clears throat> by boat because the land around it it's too rough it's too right. it's too gnarly to get it it doesn't matter it's just not you're just not going to do it so those types of areas i think are best for boat hunters just because um you don't even have the potential for guys to walk in. Right. You know, because nobody, like, if I'm hunting from the boat, I don't want to go hunt where guys can go walk in from. You know right. what I mean? No, like, exactly. Like, that's the whole point of right. the boat is getting further away from those mm-hmm. areas. Or, like, you are you got private behind you, three, four hundred yards. Like, there's no access. Mm-hmm. To right. anybody drive in, like you're, right. yeah, but you're legal to be where you're at on the river. That's right. that's a nice feeling. Yeah, you're not worried about that. Because we've had the other way. <laughs> yeah, where you can walk in, you're like, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, and then there's no there's no benefit. Then. Yeah, except like, for you don't carry have to more carry. stuff. Yeah, yeah. you can uh-huh. take more stuff and uh-huh. whatever. That's the only benefit. Yeah. Less walk, no walking, no packing on your back. Yeah. But yeah. So, those were the main things I was wanting to touch on. Okay. Uh, mine was just like open opens up a lot of options. I mean, you kind of said that in a roundabout way. Like, I mean, for us in California, like if we're if we're hunting refuge only, I mean, that just opens up a whole new world for us and the ability to travel to, you know, going to trout. Not that you can't do that. We did that walking in for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, traveling. But it just again, it just adds another whole list of things you can do. And man, duck hunting is nice to have tons of options. Mm-hmm. You know. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, because just because we have our boat with us, I mean, maybe you don't feel this way, but like if for some reason, like we couldn't get on them somewhere with a boat and we saw some good potential in walk-in spots, I mean, I'm pretty sure you would jump and walk in right behind me. You know what I mean? Like we're just going to do that. There's no reason not to. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, if I was getting a boat, like for sure I would, we got that hydro turf. That's something I would definitely always have in there just for slip purposes, not slipping. Plus, um, sound too and grip. Just stuff stop not sliding around the boat when you're driving or turning or excelling or stopping, whatever. I think it's just a great thing to have in there. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I really didn't have, I knew I was kind of letting it all be about what you had written down stuff. I mean, we're sitting at 20 minutes already, but uh, I kind of, you kind of already said everything I was going to try to add on from the last one. Um, So I thought something we could talk about is um, as far as the way the boat's configured. um, Oh yeah. What would you change? What we could, what we would possibly do different or what we like and don't like just briefly. I mean, I know. There's a lot. I mean, um, we've had a couple things. I don't want to say break down, but I guess wear and tear. We've had a couple things that we've changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was expecting to to change that much, especially like with the use. I, do you know how many hours we have on it now? I don't. I'd be guessing. Yeah. It's got to be 65. 70. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, so... <clears throat> We've changed the back nav light because the bulb um, basically rusted out. And we've changed the the bilge pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've changed the trim motor uh, switch. And what else? We haven't, changed, we haven't had to mess with the battery. Though the battery did seem a little low. On our last trip. I know. In the back of my mind, I'm like, should we just put a fresh one on there? It's not that long, though. Like, It's that's, not. It's only, not yeah. Long. It should be fine. Yeah. I would definitely, before the start of a third season, I would be, I'd just put a fresh one in there. Yeah. I don't want to jack with that. I don't want that going out on me. Yeah. That's the last thing I want going out when you're, yeah. I mean, when we went with that guy out in the ocean mm-hmm. for a stupid battery, we couldn't even start his dumb boat. Oh, that's yeah. the dumbest reason to like yeah. miss a trip or not yeah. be able to go out. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I don't know this, why this that trim switch did that though. That's what I don't. Did you think something? Maybe it got a little slice in that rubber, and maybe water just got up in there and caused some rusting mm, and some. It's either corrosion. that or just the connectors were never that tight to begin with. Because that that other one would just slide off and on. There is a lot of vibration in that handle there. Though, is, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah. There's that. And I mean, it's not the best. It's not the best design. I mean, everything's mostly wired like that. Yeah. But it's not like the absolute best if it's hard right. use on it. Yeah, it um, should be more like a, a switch, like a toggle switch, like a the metal ones that come out the real kind of heavy duty ones, instead of just like a soft button. Well, maybe. that's not the part that that failed. It was just the it was just the blade and the I don't know what you call it, but the connector that slides onto that blade, it was just loose. And if it's right, loose, but I mean, that little piece you have was just like a, only about this big, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, those toggle switches have the same connectors in the back. 
Yeah, but I was just thinking if it's if it's not rubber, like all that whole piece where stuff could get in there. I feel like water is if it got slices in that rubber, it could maybe water mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. I'm saying if it was a, enclosed completely with just yeah. a switch, maybe that would maybe. be. I don't know. I'm yeah. just thinking, why would it do that? Mm. It's got to be vibration. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that and a lot of use. I don't. I don't know. You know what's funny about that is when you're driving that thing. I remember when we first started driving. I felt like man, like. Mm-hmm. It's like your hand's going to go numb or something because mm-hmm. of the vibration. I don't even think that anymore. Uh, yeah. Do you even notice that at all? Maybe because we're wearing gloves now. I don't know. But yeah, no, I don't I don't think that anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually, I do remember that. Yeah, like, sheesh. It was like, yeah, a lot of vibration. But um, So, I mean, back to that. I mean, I guess that's not a terrible lot. It's not like it's been too expensive. And, uh, but... I guess where was I going with that? <laughs> the the bilge pump wasn't really. I know the of, problem. It was with that. kind of the rain that did that. We sh- there should not be, in my opinion. I don't want a bilge pump on there that's set up to be self. Uh, there's a word for they call that bilge pump. There's, Basically, it turns on on its on. Yeah, its own. and it's like I don't agree with that. I don't like that because if it's gonna rain, I'm gonna go pull my plug and let it do it. Let it do its thing. I don't want a bilge pump that even though I have my battery connector off, that's still going to run. And if it rains all night, it's going to run all night. It's just going to fry that thing. And I know that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened to it. Mm-hmm. That's And that's draining your battery at some point. As it's turning on, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, what, if, what happens if it runs for six hours? <clears throat> I yeah. can't be good. Mm-mm. So I don't I don't like that. I don't know if... I don't, know, I don't like that feature. I'd rather have one that you turn on manually. Mm-hmm. Not And we... By the way, we can turn ours on manually, but like if it hits a certain point with the float, it's going to turn on. So yeah. I don't know. But yeah, you had to change that out. And I know it's just because it's been, it just runs so much because of rain and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But well, as far as the setup, um, I think the thing I'd change is we, we put that bench in the back. And instead of the bench, I think a pod would be better. Just mm-hmm. a, something to sit on, and then a box on the side, mm-hmm. like running the length of the boat to put the, mainly to put the guns in. We thought that's what we we're gonna be able to do on, on that bench, but there's always stuff you gotta carry. There's just stuff, you know. Well, and you can't unless you take the gun out of its case, it will not fit in that. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe that's called a gun box, isn't mm-hmm. it? So yeah. it's like, well, it ain't a gun box. You mean I'm not sticking my bare gun in there, mm-hmm. getting banged around in there while we're driving out to a spot. So yeah, we were disappointed in that because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, well that's kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do offer Gatortel does offer those side box. boxes. Yeah, well, I guess we just next time. Yeah, like I said, just to, just something to think about, and then uh, what else? We we do love the the timber deck, the job yes. deck in the back. That's yes. a that's a must. That I was is, told that we needed that too, and that they were right. That is awesome. I really haven't had any complaints about the the motor itself. Mm-mm. Have you? Mm-mm. Yeah, no, it's it's been solid. Um, we changed the prop out once. Um, just wear and tear that thing gets hammered. Yeah, <laughs> but it it can take a beating though. That's know? true. And then the. And and then the benefit of that service drive is the fact that you go over something real shallow you didn't know was there, 
it just bounces right like it just the whole motor just kind of skips over it might get a little loud because you're hitting the prop but in the end if you were in a in a a outboard man you'd be done Mm -hmm. yeah you'd be piling back because i mean that the stuff we've hit there's no way it yeah a service drive would have took that Mm -hmm. that beaten but it's pretty neat when you look back there and you look at how that does that, that surface drive. I mean, it's just literally sitting right on top of the water. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat how that actually works. And if you had a smaller, lighter boat with that kind of motor, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Well, I mean, even <clears throat> unloaded, even in that boat, like if you don't have someone sitting in the front, it that front does sometimes want to like come up and start, start bouncing. Yeah. 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 I was going to say something else about adding. Um, you said something triggered my brain, but now I can't think of it. Oh, what about a winch, though? We've talked about that. I mean. Yeah. No, I, still, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it would be nice. I I don't know how much we'd use it. I mean, it, it could. It would be that one time that would pay saying. for itself, you know. But We could have used it that one day, couldn't have we? Possibly. And we were stuck. Mm, I don't think so. Because we, <laughs> we were on the ground and there's nothing out in the water to pull yourself out to, you know? Yeah, but no, someone came up with something and told us about it. And we're like, oh, we never thought of that. I can't remember what it Putting was. Putting like, like an anchor or something in? Yeah, it was something. We were like, oh, yeah, I guess you could have used that. I don't remember how it was. I thought Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen anyone do it. But maybe if you could. Maybe if you could walk your anchor out a ways and then, like, maybe even put a stake in there or something and smash it down in the mm-hmm. mud. I don't know if it would just rip that anchor to you or if it would actually move your boat. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely just another tool, right? It's yeah. definitely be a good thing. Um, what about the, the the boat blind that we put on? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. I was actually meant to bring that up. I don't know, dude. I do. What's think- your What's your opinion on hunting from the boat versus out of the boat? Like actually standing in and shooting out of the boat. I had a good hunt with Kevin one time out of the boat with the boat blind. I will say it was nice, mm-hmm. right? Because you're dry. Mm-hmm. Dogs are in there with you. You're you got box of shells. You got everything laid out. Mm-hmm. You're cozy. Mm-hmm. It is nice, mm-hmm. but it's a ton of work mm-hmm. to get that thing brushed properly mm-hmm. like you really need to not sloppy and like mm-hmm. oh this will we'll just get away it's a lot of it took us and I'm, I'm we're not afraid of that hard work but how many times have you really seen when we're hunting that we could have even did that mm-hmm. that would have benefited us not a ton really not a not a lot mm-hmm. it's coming down now definitely there are definitely those times but yeah yeah i could see that i mean it's it's way bigger than a than a person, yeah, you know, and you got to get that thing covered in completely, you know, yeah. So I know it's kind of kind of catch twenty two. Kind of like, feel bad sometimes. I'm like, it just sits there because honestly, a lot of trips we go on and we're just leaving it because mm-hmm. that is nice though. Mm-hmm. That is nice to have the quick disconnects. It's four little pins, pop it off, boom, take it out. Or if you want to take it with you, put it in, pop it. It's easy. Mm-hmm. It was a pain to put together. Mm-hmm. But it is, if I had to pick one again, that's pro- I'd probably still pick the same one, I mm-hmm. feel like. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of other ones to test them out and try, but, I mean, it's really easy. It's boom, you phrase four corners, and you're set, and then you just got to brush it in. 
Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. So it is cozy hunting out of it, but I think I've literally only done it that once with Kevin. Mm-hmm. No, I did it once with me and Caleb, and I know you did it with Darian and the mm-hmm. girl, the kids. But yeah, that wasn't like super serious hunt. But no. yeah, we did we did hunt out of the boat, and yeah, it, it is nice. It's super nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, like I said, you just have to have the right situation, the right. Uh, vegetation spot to park all that you know so anyways i think that's pretty much for the most part lights i mean if i i feel like i've crop dusting an ag for years and i've done a lot of night spraying and you can never have too many lights mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so like at night i feel like one thing we if we really want to do the wiring which is something i'm scared of i'm just not good with that stuff thomas is but i wouldn't be hurt to add more lights on that thing like inside mm-hmm. lights around the inside of the boat like guys will do under the rail like the t-rail mm-hmm. the gunner t-rail add lights in there i don't really care about them being on the outside as far as the perimeter of it i would like rooster lights and there's a reason why and i thought that was stupid at first now i'm like i think i know why people put rooster lights it's not about cool looks i'm sure that's why some guys get it but i do believe it's for a specific purpose and that is I know now I don't even have to look at the RPMs on the motor to know where I need to be to trim out where I need to be. It's I'm looking at my rooster tail now. Like I know when that thing's about a foot above the motor, we're about the right RPM. And usually that will always be around 45, 4700 RPM. So I would like to add that. I would like to have that. I like the inside ones. And then also some side um I don't know if I'd want spots or if I would want floods on the side. Because our light has, I think the middle is spot or flood. What is that? Or is the middle flood and then the spot? Because if you look at that, it's actually two different kinds right there. Spot's always in the middle. Spot in the middle and then the floods on the side. And maybe add another spot on either side of that, pointing more like even farther. <clears throat> I think we're pretty good with lighting right now, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't hurt to add more. Mm-hmm. Better you can see, the better, safer you are. Yeah, I mean, ours is pretty much straightforward. I think if you had a slight angle outward, it'd, it'd be, be a better. Bit, yeah. It'd be better. Yeah. But when you got any like hint of steam yeah. or fog, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's pointless. Yeah. Like you literally can't see. Mm-hmm. I don't know the way to combat that. Really, is like in your car, you you just turn your low beams on, but you don't have that option in mm-hmm. your in your duck boat. But. Yeah. Bottom line is, if you can't go fast, no one else can either. So just be safe. Yeah, so, definitely. But. Definitely find find a reference to lands, possibly, or turn your lights off and see if it's if it's a clear if night. Better, yeah. You might be able to see, you know, a little bit better. But yeah, anyways, and, yeah. So, all right. Uh, well, I think we'll end there, guys. Hopefully, uh, this will end this um, little two part series of this. I'm sure there's other stuff we're gonna learn. It's not like we're not you never stop learning, but for the most part, I think we covered the big things. So, anyways, hope you guys enjoy this one. Stay tuned. We got some uh, good hunts coming up uh, this week. Will some hunt videos drop? That's been on the back burner, sitting there and waiting for me to edit. So we'll try to keep the hunts. We'll start rolling this week till the end of season. So stay tuned. We'll see you guys in the next one. We're excited. Let's go,